Here is a motion picture film, a thousand feet, 16,000 separate photographs. Let's tidy up this tangle of film by putting it on a reel. My entire career has consisted of producing and directing zombie movies. An easy subject to make entertaining. But now, I'm ready for a challenge. A challenge that my teacher would be proud of. And that is to prove that ghosts exist. For those haters out there who think this is fake, I'll stop you right there. I was the furthest thing from a believer in the supernatural up until about a year ago. Since then, I have found that if you look in the right places, the dark corners of your house, the reflections of an off television, you can be amazed at what you will see. scared you. I was so scared. Ginger, welcome back. Thank you. We're going we're continuing our journey into the paranormal side of the documentaries. Ooh. And I, I looking for paranormal documentaries. It see it's is there's there's both so many and yet so few that stand out at the same time. Sad but true. Have you yeah. looked on your own time to be like what cool paranormal docs would I want to watch? I mean, a little bit, but somebody was actually recommending Hellier. Hellier? Now, it's like a TV series or something. It's like a... Docu-series. Docu-series. Like two seasons, but it's like a real thing. So, I don't know. I mean, it might be too much to get into or it might not be too much. I'd be willing to... What's it about? I haven't Um, heard of it. I can't remember. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, we'll check it out. Full story, bro. Yeah, but uh, anyway, someone was telling me that it's pretty good, so... I know there's one, I think I mentioned this in our Unwanted Sasquatch, mm. where there's a, a docu-series, I think it's on Netflix, about these people who claim that people disappeared on a marijuana farm by Sasquatch, but it seems obvious to me that it's more of a true crime thing, or something that would become more of a true crime thing. Yeah, but I mean, it could be Sasquatch, so yeah, we won't know until we check it out. I don't know, I, I think Sasquatch is probably pretty chill. Probably. Maybe he was just looking for some friends. He was like, hey guys, let's start our own Sasquatch commune. And they went willingly. We don't know. Well, I picked one, this one out, which kind of stood out a little bit. Came across some ghost stuff. Ghost yeah. paranormal stuff. Yeah. One thing that comes up a lot, you know the the Amityville horror shit? Mm-hmm. I just want to say, I hate the Amityville horror shit. Yeah? It's one of my least favorite. Why? Because this dude... This teenager killed his whole fucking family, and everyone just makes it about ghost stuff. Yeah, it's unfortunate, yeah. No, he wasn't possessed. He killed his whole He's family. He's an asshole that killed his family. He's an yeah. asshole. And it kind of, for me, that particular story just really buries the fact, because he killed, like, his, I think he had a little sister, he killed her, and it's like, come on, man. Come on, man, yeah. Look, this stuff is terrible and rare, I thankfully, I guess, but... This idea that you got to make up a ghost story. I guess this guy made it. The guy who did it was like, I was possessed. And whoever wrote. Of course wrote, he said that, yeah. And the dude that wrote the book was like, oh, uh, you were possessed? Let me hang on your <laughs> every go fucking with, let's word. Let's go with that, yeah. Let's and go the, with that explanation. And thus we go into the most overrated uh, horror ghost story of all time, in my opinion. I mean, I could agree. I mean, I don't think I've ever actually sat through any of the movie adaptations of that story and they just it's just kind of boring so yeah i just that that just one particular one just really feels like it's kind of spitting on graves you know what i'm saying yeah that particular one it's like ugh, i just never i'm with you man, on that yeah it, it just yeah. never sat easy for me but you know what we could talk about a little something called uh <clears throat> the blackwell ghost we could couldn't we we could, we could. if we wanted to and uh-huh. i guess we will we Wh- shall. Whether we want to or not. That's what we're here for. So, looking up my paranormal stuff, mm-hmm. uh, scrolling past the five Amityville variations <laughs> of whatever the fuck, Yeah. Uh, came across something called the Blackwell Ghost. 
Did um, you also see Blackwell goes two, three, four, five? <laughs> yes, I six, did. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Which which kind of was a red flag in my brain to see all those multiple the Blackwell first goes. red flag. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> first of many, perhaps. Be- because I I did see the first Blackwell ghost first, and then it was like, is it or isn't it? What's mm-hmm. going on here? This guy who used to make zombie movies. He wants to make a paranormal ghost documentary, so he sleeps in an old house to figure something out. Is it real or isn't it? That's that's kind of what's centered around this documentary, yes. quote-unquote documentary. Is it real or isn't it? Right. And you notice that the guy never says his own name throughout the movie? No, he does not. And I think earlier reviews of this called him just the narrator like who is the narrator and he wasn't hiding you could see him and he had the and it said the name of his wife and stuff Mm -hmm. the name of the guy whose house they were going to sleep every name popped up but his own name Mm -hmm. which honestly my first watch of this i didn't even it didn't like really register with me i didn't read anything about this i didn't i mean i'm sure looked at the trailer but that's it i didn't really look into it very much before i watched it for the first time hmm Thank you for watching it twice. That's dedication. <laughs> I always do that. Yeah, I know. I yeah. know. I'm just, it must have been something to sit through unwanted Sasquatch twice. It, well, I think I told you I fast-forwarded through oh, yeah, right. some of the more the, detailed descriptions. The foot fetish yeah. shit. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So the Blackwell Ghost. Yep. And it showed up on documentary lists that I came across as far as paranormal stuff. So I was like, you know what? I don't seem to come across a lot of cool ghost docs. Um, that isn't Amityville related. And there might be good reason for that. Yeah. I think there might <laughs> I be good reason. Yeah. So this, uh, this, this, the vagueness of this one, let's hit it up. Let's do and it. And we will lay the judgment. And when we get to the end of this, what we will say about it will be what we call the truth. Mm-hmm. I think we can get to the truth here. I think, I know we can. You, I know. I have full confidence. So, of course, this is a documentary podcasts which yeah documentaries lie all the time we need to uh, we constantly need to remind ourselves of that good point the good way point. things are set up the way they are sometimes everything is based on a a foundation of truth that's where the best lies come from and you can understand that i mean always a little fib in here and there you know a good story needs to have like a a, a true nugget center in there mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. so the question in this one is is there a true nugget center here? And I could answer that right now, or we could hold on. Let's <laughs> yeah. not. We gotta fill. I will slow my roll though. We gotta fill a minimum of forty-five minutes. Right, <laughs> indeed. The Blackwell Ghost came out in twenty seventeen. We don't hear the guy's name, but like it's Turner Clay. Yeah, it's a guy named Turner Clay mm-hmm. who has directed a lot of seemingly low-budget zombie movies, which he admits in this movie. But we see footage of uh, a hotel room and this guy enters a room The furniture's all been flipped upside down. And then mm-hmm. we see uh, a spirit. Uh, uh, or we, I, don't th- I don't know if Angela noticed it at first because I watched it with her. But we see something like a vague spirit just seem to walk out. I didn't notice it at first. And they said that the furniture's all upside down. But it looks like we're looking at security camera, like a CCTV footage in the uh, hallway of a hotel. And I, I've seen this before. I remember seeing this footage. I had not. So and I since learned that that was like a big thing on the internet there for a bit. Yeah. Back in the day. And so this kicks off this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I think this particular video inspires Turner Clay, our narrator, to want to do a documentary regarding ghost hunting, ghost chasing. I guess he's a ghost buster or whatever. As much as I do think paranormal shit is cool, I cannot sit through these Squatch Hunter, these ghost hunter guys... It just feels like it's so full of shit. Yeah, yeah. You could be told anything here, you know? But it also seems like if something was in... Like, if they did find Sasquatch or indisputable evidence of 
a ghost or it would it would be out before any of the documentaries would ever come out right but everything's got to be vague see i had my own ghost story bob oh. i'm hoping i can share it at some point but i don't have you know i don't have hard you know physical evidence to support this story but i assure you that it is real 100 percent. well hold on we'll get to that put that in the chamber because we may need something real yes yes ma'am spoiler yeah <laughs> oops so turner returns to kentucky after 10 years of living in california good old kentucky that song uh blue kentucky rain no blue kentucky girl that loretta lynn song mm-hmm. one of my favorites sing it um not too much because you don't have the rights to it i'm sure but i swear i love him Ooh. by the stars above him I'm your blue Kentucky girl. Beautiful. Yeah, I got family in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I I spent my, I've grown up in Tennessee, but like there is a Kentucky connection there. The county I grew up was pretty much bordering Kentucky. So same as me. Yes. Yeah, right. We mm-hmm. grew up in the same county. We did. So this dude Turner, he calls John, who was in that. Uh, YouTube video of the spirit walking out of the hotel who works with his buddy Tommy. Mm -hmm. We keep mentioning Tommy. We don't meet Tommy. It's just kind of like anecdotal things. Which, the way this movie kind of played out the anecdotal stuff does kind of help lend to some kind of like realistic credibility. It's just vague enough. There's a little, there's question. I, I maintain the healthy skepticism throughout the movie, but the flags didn't start popping up for a while. Yeah. Because the way it was played out, like, if this is all faked, was kind of really kind of well executed in the casual nature of it. And the it, it seemed like there was, if this is acting, then it actually seemed like it was pretty good in terms of how someone would casually be. Turner says he thinks the video is fake, and he says that to John on the phone. You know, now that I'm doing this documentary, it would save me potentially a lot of time if the person in the video just came forward and just told me, no, this is fake, this never happened. Uh, I, I totally understand, and everyone automatically thinks someone put this video together and that it's fake. I mean, why would they think it's real? It shows a ghost. There's no logic to it. Yeah. But the truth of me lies in the fact that anybody who knows me can tell you that I'm simply incapable of pulling a stuff like this off. I mean, it is funny you say that, because that was... That was one of the first things that Tommy told me about you was that you are technically not advanced uh, and probably <laughs> couldn't pull something like this off because no, you know, he said you could barely turn on a computer, let alone <laughs> impose something like this on a screen. So. I have an interesting uh, fact about this that I will share with you once we get to the end. Of oh this boy, discussion. I think yes. I know. Uh, yeah. I think you, I know you what probably it is. Do. But John says he understands the skepticism. Mm-hmm. Naturally, it's a, a good answer. He says, this is a real video. A real, it is really a video. Yep. <laughs> it is a real video that exists in video form. Three weeks later, he's calling John and John won't call him back. But John doesn't want to mess up his new job. That's what he hears through mm-hmm. his friend. So he doesn't come back. I mean, John literally has a YouTube video of him uh, going into a room and a spirit walks out. But he doesn't want to mess up his job. No. Okay, John. Then we cut to two years later. Time passes a lot. Here. Yeah, record scratch. <laughs> two years later. And um, he finds uh, on, a, on a forum for ghost hunting. I need to go on these forums. Yeah, same. He finds a video from a guy named Greg. And it's like a security camera that's sitting on a mantle. And he sees a lamp turn on and off. And I didn't notice it at first, but it just seems like a lamp's turning itself on and off. That's all I noticed at first, yeah. We had a, a we had a touch lamp with a like a wax sensor, and it would turn itself on and off all the time because it was a ghost. Because it was a ghost, yes. and we were haunted. That's right. And that's why I murdered my whole family. <laughs> You're possessed. But if you look closer at 15 seconds into the video, a mist walks yeah. by the door frame. Yeah. You're rolling your eyes. I just want to say. <laughs> Yeah. For those at home. Uh, yeah. So, dude flies with his wife, Terry, to Pennsylvania. He's a pilot. Now, that, now this I thought was cool. He's just like, yeah, they're in Kentucky. He's like, I can be in Pennsylvania in three hours. And he gets into a plane, his own plane, flies mm-hmm. himself and his wife. That was 
that was cool. You know. I'll yeah. Give, I'll give him that. I get. I thought three hours was a lot by plane, but I guess he's he's not like on a jet or anything. It's right. Just like a little. And what little, do I know? Yeah, I don't know about uh, yeah, air travel. True. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I know a flight from. Once you're in the air, a flight from Nashville to Chicago is like 30 minutes. True. So it's a very short flight. So they go to Greg's house in Pennsylvania, and they see the small security camera on the mantle. And uh, Greg, he's lived there uh, 50 years. His dad, apparently, they bought the, his family bought the house in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Greg's lived there pretty much ever since. He says he sees activity every single day. He talks about how his parents both died in the house. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, well, you know, it's been a while ago, so. At the same time, or? No, not at the same time. Um, my dad died when I was just a kid. He fell down the stairs and broke his neck, and he was just gone, you know, instantaneously. Down the main staircase? Yeah, the main staircase. And then my mom um, died eight years ago, which uh, was a little shocking to us. Why was it shocking? What, what happened? Well, with my mom, she was so healthy. In fact, she had just seen the doctor the day before. And he had told her how great her health was and in what good shape her heart was in. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, here she is one night, you know, up, up in the guest bedroom and has a heart attack. So I just, I didn't know if she had maybe seen something that scared her or... What, you mean like a ghost? You know, in the director's cut, his dad had a boner. <laughs> That's my stupid joke of the episode. I got, we got to fill this out. <laughs> I'll probably end up cutting that out. It was so dumb. <laughs> oh, when they first arrive, there's like a spaniel poodle mix that answers yeah. the door. We never see that dog ever again. No, we don't. Wait a minute. <gasps> was that dog a ghost? Oh my god. Do you remember Ghost Dog in Clarksville? Oh yeah, where it's off Madison Street. Yes. Where like and... you drive down the road and like a collie, a ghostly collie standing in the middle of the road. Yeah, the way well what what you're what you're talking about here, let me explain is that when you uh when the headlights bounce off the shadows in a certain way on this street in Clarksville, Tennessee, and this little road off Madison Street, the the lights bend to where it looks like a dog. Like a No, like Bob, a, it's a ghost dog. Uh sorry. A a, a silhouette of a dog uh, or a ghost dog. Yes runs across the street mm-hmm. it looks really cool it's shocking also cool. that movie ghost dog by jim jarmusch have you ever seen that one i have not it's good is it about that road in Clarkson? yeah it's about the ghost dog Man. road the whole movie is just him driving <laughs> at night down that road and back then backing the up <laughs> and then driving back down the road that's art but yeah ghost dog i haven't thought about that in years oh yeah yeah man what are some urban legends in Nashville? I mean, we know them there because we grew up around there. Like the headless statues. Oh yeah, the Pegram statues. Yeah. Angela um, and I went to see those not too long ago. I want to go. Let's go. Yeah, Let's we'll go back. Trip. Yeah. I, I don't know about Nashville. Like, I, I don't really know. Maybe at a museum somewhere, there's a ghost or something. Uh, or something. The the ghosts of demolished buildings replaced by cheap condos. Sad the ghosts. spirits, yeah. yeah. I know they did ghost tours in downtown, and yeah. they look like the lamest fucking ghost tours yeah. on the planet. But I mean, you know, I haven't taken one. It might be uh, really interesting. I don't. We took I one in New Orleans. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It was a lot of historical stuff, which I'm down with. Yeah. But then the lady would be like, she'd tell a historical diatribe, and then would point at a at a window on a building and be like. And some nights, I swear, you can see that jazz (laughs) trombone player, and maybe you can hear him. I don't know. It was okay. Yeah. But but that lady uh, was talking about, we went by the, which court was it? But it had uh, an Andrew Jackson statue because... Because he's big down there because of the War of 1812. He went down there and, like, repelled, like, the British forces that were coming into the port or whatever the fuck. Okay. Anyway, Andrew Jackson is, like, classic American scumbag. Like AJ, a, yeah. Like a total piece of shit. So she was talking about how the statue in their courtyard is a replica of what's in the Hermitage, which is here in, right in the metro Nashville area called Her- uh, Old Hickory. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about with disdain <laughs> that the original statue is in Nashville. 
And mm. and we were like, well, we're we're from Nashville. If you want the statue, you have our permission. Like we don't <laughs> come and get it. We don't give like two flying fucks. But anyway, she just had this weird dripping disdain for Nashville randomly. Wow. And it was like awkward. It was awkward. It's like <laughs> unnecessary. You ain't gotta. It's like you know that thing that people do where they gotta knock something down to lift something up. It's like. Yo, we like your city, but she's like, "Lady, I'm just want to. I'm here for ghost tours, not not your sarcasm." Yeah, it's like, look, we know what to complain about <laughs> regarding our city. All right, you're just bitching about a statue of a of a scumbag president from forever ago. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Then we beat her up. <laughs> so the ghost doesn't hang out in the master bedroom. Very no. respectful ghost. Yeah. But there's a the floor is very noisy. He points out, and he hears steps. Every night. Almost every night when I'm trying to sleep, I hear that very series of noises. Wow. And then it's as if the entity is just stopping right here and signaling that it wants to play or something. You know, nothing ever happens after that, but it's still darn frightening, I tell you. And he says that they, they stop at the door and never leave. So he's assuming this ghost is just like chilling out by the door all night long. So Greg also goes to his music room where his midlife crisis lives. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and Greg was talking the about... The ghost of his past potential. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ghost of wasted potential. I wonder what my midlife crisis is going to look like. Ooh, I can't wait to see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really a motorcycle guy. Maybe I'll get into skateboarding. Mm, I think you can choose. I think it chooses. I think your midlife it crisis chooses, chooses you instead of the other way around. Angela, what do you think my midlife crisis is going to be? Isn't it action figures? Wrestling action figures? <laughs> I guess it has become that. Your midlife crisis? Ro- motorcycles. No. He just, yeah. I'm not going to do motorcycles. No, I actually can't. I actually can't think of you doing anything crazy. I'm telling you guys, you, the midlife crisis will choose you. You <gasps> will have no say in the matter. Canoeing. Uh, kayaking. Yes. That I mean, sounds, that'd be rad. I think that's a pretty worthy midlife crisis. Also, Eldridge was talking about kayaking. And taking baby Eldridge kayaking uh, at some point. Uh, that could be a fun, like, can you picture, family thing. Can you picture in a little uh, life jacket? Oh, my God. And then right. tiny baby kayak. Uh, like little arm floaties. And we're, we're literally talking about anything but this movie. We are. <laughs> I, think, I think that is actually, I hope something outdoorsy is your midlife crisis. I think it will be outdoorsy. I'll probably go through some health scare, and then that will, like, help assert that into that direction sure what i don't i don't mean to be dour we need to talk about this shitty movie (laughs) it is a really shitty movie yeah did you watch it too yeah 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 all right i'll leave y'all to it you know it's not really that shitty but there's some things we're gonna say about yeah yeah yes exactly but uh greg said that when he was out his out of town one time uh his neighbor called him and said that the lights were on and that um in the music room i guess something yeah i I was hoping he was gonna be like i heard some fat like bass licks coming (laughs) from your house but i knew you were out of town and And that ghost signed a record contract and yeah and he called the police uh the ghost of jim jimmy like the band the police yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was the ghost of sting yeah stuart copeland man (laughs) the ghost of stuart copeland is Stuart Copeland, I don't think he's dead. I don't know. Yeah. No, he's not. Maybe it's, maybe, can you have a ghost of yourself if you're still alive? There's something funny to me about having a ghost, but you're not dead. I think that's amazing. Like, the idea that Sting has a ghost. Yeah. And then people will be like, but he's, he's not dead. And he's haunting some house in, like, Pennsylvania, yeah. right? Uh, this ghost of Sting's making love to the Bell Witch for eight <laughs> hours. That's a movie I would see. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Turner Clay, why don't you make <laughs> yes. that movie about the ghost of Sting fucking the Bell Witch for eight hours, huh? Uh, so, yeah, he called the police, and the police, of course, uh, they don't, they, they're not trained in ghost busting, so. No. He leads him to the basement, legit creepy basement. Yeah, it's a creepy basement, yeah. I and there's that. a storm sewer well, he calls it a well, and he says yeah. that they put that storm, that sewer lid on top. How convenient that you get a storm sewer lid... But he has it propped up. He said it was built in the ni- 1930s. Yeah. It says that a woman had been chopping up kids and putting them in the well. And the gentleman who built the house had a wife who was a little on the psycho side. Um, to make a long story short, 
children in the neighborhood started going missing. And uh, the neighbors suspected this woman because she was so strange. Wow. So when they investigated, they found that the uh, children had been chopped up and their bodies disposed of in this well. In this, this thing? In this, right here, in this basement. The, you're kidding me. No, now the thing is, you know, there's really been no evidence of that. I can't really find any hard evidence, but you have to wonder how something like that ever got started if there wasn't some basis in truth. But he admits he has no hard evidence. Right, 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 right. And they put uh, like some pliers to prop the lid up mm -hmm. to, in case you needed to get into it. Because, because it's very, very, very heavy. It's very, very, very heavy yes. as a house. I heavy as so. a house, yes. A nice visit with Greg. And then three weeks later, the dude gets an email from Greg. Greg's leaving town, offers them to stay at his mm -hmm. house. Mm -hmm. So they fly back to Greg's house. What a nice stranger. Isn't this, isn't, isn't this really about Turner being like, look at me, I can, I fly planes. Yeah. Scope this out, bros. Mm -hmm. If you don't like this uh, ghost story, did you know that I have a license and I'm a pilot? <laughs> So they go back and they tour the house again by themselves mm -hmm. and they're going down to the basement. He sets up a bunch of cameras and he puts a ball, he puts uh, toilet yeah. paper X on the table and he puts a ball on the table. Yeah. Why does he do that, Bobby? So the gist of it is, if there is a ghost in this room, mm -hmm. I read that on the internet that it, ghosts are kind of like boys in the fact that if they see a ball, they just kind of want to move it. So that's what this is. Ghosts are like boys, and they love to play with balls. Yeah. You know boys. Oh, yeah. You know boy ghosts. Sets up some night vision GoPros, and then they go to bed, and then we see, like, I, you know, or a lot of what they call orbs is just dust floating around because the light refracting off of it. Mm -hmm. But they don't claim that they're seeing orbs, but I thought that they would go there. I did too, yeah. So they see the lamp coming on. Uh, nothing much more than that. So the next day, the ball is not moved, but the basement door is open. Right. Did he leave it open? He can't remember. Then he um, starts walking around with a 16 millimeter camera because the 16 millimeter camera is known to capture ghost shit. Had you heard that before? Is that a thing? No. Okay. But right. it is a lower, but 16 millimeter is a lower. He's got nice cameras, but 16 yes. millimeter is lower quality, like right. a classic kind of like home movie quality uh -huh. so i guess oh wouldn't wouldn't go figure you would see ghosts on a low quality camera yes where you can point at anything and be like what is that <laughs> right that scratch it's a ghost yeah on. these cameras are too good to capture ghosts we need <laughs> crap cameras actually i'd love a 16 millimeter camera it's not crap it's just it is what it is so he thinks he hears something and footsteps but there's just not much for the documentary and he's a little, he's like, gush, there's just not much going on here. Yeah. Night two was, what happened night two? Night two was, uh... Footsteps, there's banging. The, the water? The, was that night two? No, no, that was the, uh, the, uh, fire smoke, alarm going right. on. Yeah. The, so, yeah, so night, they, right. go, they go to bed night two, and there's smoke. We don't know where the smoke's, but he yells out, call the police, or call the fire department. Mm -hmm. Sure, I guess. I think I would have, like, inspected it first. Mm -hmm. Because there is smoke, but it's not, like, fully encased the whole house. Right. So maybe you could put it out. But he kind of he kind of goes to emergency services real quick. But it seems like there's a few times where he's like, yells, call the police, call the fire department. But it doesn't seem like his wife does. No, no, no. Um, Terry. 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 Good old Terry. Um <laughs> Um, so yeah, what what has caused this smoke in the house, Bobby? Can't remember. The oven is on. Oh, all right. the burners on the stove are on, like full blast. So he goes and like turns it off and airs it out. In the end, that's. No, I've left the oven on before, but unless it's burning something, it's not. Nothing's gonna smoke. I mean, it, yeah, it was like red hot. Like in through the like little window, like it was like all like red and like bright looking in there, and like I said, all the, all the stove burners were turned on. So the basement door is open again. I no, think he, that's right. He goes down there and he hears footsteps, but he doesn't see anything. And then he calls the police back to be like, "No, you don't have to come." We never <laughs> actually heard Terry call the police. No, like we never heard her voice calling the police. So the dude, 
I keep I call him the dude. The dude in my notes because yeah. <laughs> I didn't find out his name until the end of the movie. Right. When I did a little research, but he 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 calls for the library to search for articles from 1938 to 1942. Yeah. Then they're like, "Hey, we have this archived online. How convenient." Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They as find. As far as we know, he did not try to Google anything. He first. didn't do he that went first. Straight to the library archives and well, microfilm. He didn't go to the library. He called the library. Yeah. Right. To look for a microfilm, and the library's like, "Have you heard of this thing called Google?" <laughs> but instead, they're like, "We'll email you um, one hundred thousand files or whatever, whatever it was." So he finds a pic a picture of the house mm-hmm. from nineteen forty one, and uh, we'll get into uh, some details on this one a little later too. Yeah, yeah. But he finds an article about the Blackwells, Ruth Blackwell. Who killed seven kids. Mm. And it tracks with the story that Greg told about chopping people up and throwing it in the well. Shockingly, it does. But Greg said, I have no hard evidence. Greg, in his 50 years of dealing with ghosts every day, mm-hmm. and knowing this vague story, never once contacted that library and be like, let me, look, let me go back to some microfilm. You'd think a story like that to happen in your home... You might want to get a little more information on, but but he he outwardly maybe said ignorance is bliss. He outwardly said he had no evidence of it, but what he meant to say was, uh, I have this story and I've not pursued any evidence <laughs> right, whatsoever right. in the entirety of, me, of my lifetime. So, uh, dude opens the well. He goes down there, and he wants to measure how deep the well is. You notice he didn't weigh the string? Yes, I noticed that. So it's just going to be like floating. Mm-hmm. Then he closed the well, but he didn't prop it up with fly with pliers. That made me furious. Yeah, man. How rude. That guy had the thing propped up with pliers, and he didn't bother to put them back. When he opened it up initially, he was like overwhelmed by the smell. But, he, but it he, was propped open. You'd be able to smell something. Yeah. And he got this like sample of brown water. Where did that come from? Like... He didn't lower his hand into the well to get this dirty water out. Where did it come from? Toilet. He got it with his bare hands. (laughs) He scooped it out with his bare hands. Yeah, he closed the well, but didn't prop it up with the pliers like it was. There's a big storm coming for night three, but all the cameras are dead. And the batteries won't charge. And he's got very few cameras left, too, apparently. Mm. And then he hears a flash and the thunder. And the camera dies in the living room. And the power is out. And he sees that the neighbor's power is on. Mm-hmm. And then he sees that from upstairs to downstairs to the kitchen, just the water's running. Yeah. The wa- the wet bandits. He's being haunted <laughs> oh, God. by the fucking wet bandits from Home Alone. Totally. He better set up some traps. <laughs> well, he's got that ball on the tissue downstairs, yeah. so... Yeah, use that ball. No, no just, ghost can resist that. Use that ball. Set up a, a paint can on a rope. Yep. And when they touch <laughs> that ball, mm-hmm. they're going to hit that ghost with the paint can right in the nuts. Right in the face. Face, nuts, whatever. <laughs> uh, so then he yells for Terry to call the cops. Mm-hmm. He says, Fuck it. Call the cops right now. And tell them what? Just tell them to come here, please. Why? What is going Just, on? Terry... I'm, I gotta go down to the basement, and I really don't want to go down there. And what I just saw is enough to get the cops over here. Please call them. Will you call them? What I've just seen is enough to call the cops. He doesn't tell her what it is. He just says. That's right. He doesn't. <laughs> you won't believe this water I just saw. He should have yelled, "The wet bandits have been here," <laughs> and then Terry would have asked no questions, mm-hmm. and the police have been like, "We've been searching for the wet bandits for years." Yeah. Ever since. Uh, what happened with that Kevin McAllister kid <laughs> so many years ago? Uh, so the plot. So he goes down into the basement and hold on to your butts, okay? Because he's 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 breathing heavy, right? It's really fucking creepy. Yeah. And then he turns the flashlight onto the manhole. Manhole. The manhole. The the pliers are back on the manhole, and the ball is on the manhole. <laughs> And then he freaks out, mm-hmm. and then he sees this, uh, the water comes back on that he turned back off. Chandelier's swaying. The, uh, he hears feet stomping. Mm-hmm. Cabinets are open. The camera comes back on in the living room and to see this just the chandelier swaying. Mm-hmm. The next, shocking, just shocking. The, then cuts to the next morning. Yeah. I guess they managed to go back to sleep after guess all so. that. Yeah, I mean, you know. 
They're about to leave to the airport, and he's debating on what to use the footage for. Probably the documentary you're working on, mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. is my guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, uh-huh. That's pretty much the end of the movie. Yep. Great. That documentary. Documentary. Now, this did show up on documentary lists, but I got some issues. Yeah. Of course, we had to ask ask questions. Mm-hmm. You want to drop some real, real on us, Ginger? Drop some real, <laughs> real on us. Some real, real. You're well, talking about that old uh, footage of John, the hotel room ghost. Number one, John, the hotel room ghost, security guard guy, is actually the guy who's made this movie. <laughs> you know, I don't, I mean, I, I'm guessing maybe he wanted to see some traction from that, from that YouTube clip. That made the rounds that I never saw, but you apparently saw. Back yeah, yeah in the day. I did see it. Um, so why not include that? I mean, you know, I respect it. Why not? Um, what else? Plenty of internet sleuths online did have some actual research mm-hmm. on um, the this. It, well, obviously, if he can find microfilm, then we can find microfilm, right? There was apparently the Ruth and James Blackwell. There were some people based there out of Pennsylvania. But they weren't like they one they weren't white people, mm. and two there's no story about Ruth Blackwell cutting people up. Also, this this was not filmed in Pennsylvania. This was all Kentucky. And that house belongs to Turner Clay. Turner Clay. What's yes. a nice bedroom? Well, thanks. If you want to do a film like this, great. I love Blair Witch. Do do it. Yeah. But yeah. why is it on documentary? This List. is in no way. I mean, this is this could hardly be mistaken for an actual documentary. I mean, that is kind of the nature of this found footage clips, right? Is that they emulate it? But it, yeah, but I mean, uh, Blair Witch was the most successful at because it was one of the first ones. Dare I say it's a masterpiece? I love that. Yeah, and but and, when you watch it, I, I when I, after I watched the Blair, Blair Witch. I don't think I was like, oh, this is real. No. You know? But it, it was not calling itself, I mean, maybe it was calling itself a documentary. I think we all knew it was like a, just a movie. I think the we? Blair Witch was like, essentially being like, this is a found footage movie. Yeah. The same way. Okay, maybe so. It's been a long time. But it wasn't being like, this is absolutely real. Yeah. It seemed like people were watching it and being like, I think this is real. I, th- I think it was more like the hype surrounding it was trying to add layers of realism to it. Well, and after everybody watched it, it they you know they were like no it's totally a movie and like it was like yeah everybody knew this is like from two, 2017 still maintaining that it's a documentary yes which I find to be annoying yeah. frustrating insulting I don't know I mean and I don't know why because like I said do you guy make your movies I don't I mean that that's fun sure why not but oh one it's one, not. one it's other one other fun detail of that picture of the house from 1941 mm-hmm. you notice that the trees were exactly the same oh, oh. from like no, I didn't clearing that. over 60 years ago and apparently and they looked this up too uh uh we found out that uh that there's a google maps image of this house of a tree that is there on the google maps image but not there during the filming because they took the tree down so you'd think that that tree that was torn down that you can see on google maps the Google Maps image goes further back in history than the 1941 picture <laughs> of the yeah. of the house. That is some good uh, internet sleuthing. So people, we got Shanghai. We did. Let's Wait. can we get into some real real now? Oh, bust out! Can Ooh, we, can who's we, ready for this? Can we hear a real ghost story, Ginger? Okay. Please. Okay, I. Talk about holding on to your butts. I'm going to need everybody to hold on to your butts for this one. Cue creepy bad music. Go. Yes. And I haven't told it in a while, so we'll see how it goes. Okay, so I'll set the stage for you. It's about 2001, and I'm living with my sister. This is in the town that Bobby and I have been talking about this whole time. Um, living with my sister, but my parents still live in that town, like I just said before, and... They live in the same house that we grew up in, and they have a computer. I didn't have my own computer, so they had a computer. I would go, and this is in college. I would go and write papers on a computer. I know I'm making myself sound real old right now, but... Um, so I would go and stay the night in my sister's old room, where the computer was. 
and write my papers and go to sleep. But one night, I was doing this, and I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm going to get water, go to the bathroom, whatever, and walk into the door. I look over, and there's this old woman standing in the room, in the darkness. Shocks me. I yell, turn on the light, and then she's gone. No big deal. I don't think anything else about it. Go about my business, go back to bed. Don't even think about it again to the next day. This is a 2001. 2001. 9-11. <laughs> Maybe it was 2000, 2001. I don't know. Something like that. Sure. Um, so the next day, I'm back in my apartment with my sister. We're talking. She's telling me some thing about maybe she got scared hearing you know noises the night before while I was gone and I'm like oh yeah last night I was staying in your old room I woke up in the middle of the night and I look over there's an old woman standing in your room isn't that funny and I'm like doing my thing folding laundry whatever I'm doing and then like she's like I look up and she's like crying and she's like I used to see an old woman in my room all the time growing up and I never told you because mom and dad didn't believe me and they didn't want you to be scared. So then we were like, oh my god, oh my god, and trade stories about exa exactly the same description of this old lady in her room. And uh, well, that's th the whole story, essentially. Didn't you have a name for this lady? Zippy Granny. Z so Zippy Granny, that name came about because... Zippy Granny? Zippy Granny. Because, so when my sister would see her... She would see her in various spots in the room, either sitting on the edge of the bed or maybe in the corner, like doing things. Like my sister said, she would like see her sometimes with like Zippy Granny's back would be to her, like cooking or like washing dishes or something. Then she would like turn around and like look at my sister. So anyway, my telling I told this to every person I knew, of course, mm -hmm. back then, and some of my friends. <laughs> said that she was just like zipping around the room all the time whenever we were in there so they called her zippy granny and the name just stuck zippy so we call her granny. to this day 20 years later zippy granny and i will not go into that room and i don't consider myself like a really a scared person of ghosts but mm. i can tell you i will not go into that room with the lights off ever uh, oh really ever yeah you know what what? I believe you. Do you? I do. Thank you. I mean, I don't know what else I saw. Like, what sure. else we could have seen if it wasn't a ghost? Ooh. That's what. I, that's the best part about ghost stories is people's individual accounts. Yeah. Now, what people saw or what or whatever, it's hard to say. But when you hear an account like you told, and you're not like adding things like, and what if this lady died on this land? It's like you're not. <laughs> You're not throwing a bunch of like poltergeist shit at no. it. You're just saying what you saw and talking about what your sister saw. Now, if you'll now now if you'll allow me to allow spirits to inhabit my body. Uh, please. I thought they already were. So, <laughs> hello, Ginger. <laughs> Zippy, is that you? Hello. Oh my God. I'm Zippy Granny. I can't believe I get to talk to you finally. I'm just zip zipping along mm. down from the afterlife. You're very active, I, I have to say. I just wanted to bake you ghost cookies. <laughs> what flavor ghost cookies? Oatmeal and oh. and hell seeds. <laughs> no, Zippy, no. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> I gotta go. Oh, she's gone. Oh. Woo. Man. It really drains me to, to allow Zippy, why you gotta do me like that? spirits into my Jeez. body like such. Yeah. No. Well, thank you for that story. That's more real than what we watched. You're so welcome. And I, like I said, it's been years since I told it. And I will say that we tried to do some research to find out who that old lady could be. And we just don't really. We know that there was like a pair of sisters that lived on that land, you know, long before our house was there. So maybe it was one of them. We just don't know. Do you have a, did you have a well in your house that was actually a sewer? Really but for some sewer? reason you called it a well? No. Okay. No. Unfortunately, no. Ginger usually now documentaries they they can lie it happens all the time. It's true. This is a, this is a bit much, a bit it's too far. Just yeah. There's no foundation. We were talking about in the beginning. What is the nugget of truth in here? Mm. That's the difference between a documentary that most documentaries that lie to you is that there's a nug of truth. A big, the only nug I can find is that he and I think that he and Terry are actually husband and wife. Whoa, which isn't even really the core plot of this no. whatsoever. 
But that's a nug. It's a nug of truth. But yeah, but not. He does fly planes. Yeah. He does make zombie movies. Yeah. Which he admits he's not very good at, which is interesting. Yeah. Self-deprecation here. Uh, but we can't rate this in Herzog's. We can't. We simply cannot. We cannot. Well, when we talk about the make-em-ups, the fix, fictitious <laughs> movies, make-em-ups. yeah, we go to the greatest actor of all time, Clint Howard, Ron Howard's oh. brother. Oh. So we're gonna have to rate this. I wanted to rate it in Herzog's, but Herzog's just cannot come into play. Which is wouldn't be appropriate. So for the first time in documentary's history, we had the wool pulled over our eyes. Mm, mm-hmm. So we have to rate a make-em-up. Yep. You're going to give this one through five Clint Howards. I'm going to give this one through five Clint Howards. Combine for best out of ten Clint Howards. Uh, if you guys don't know who Clint Howard is, just Google him. Ron Howard's brother. Okay. Hunk. I'll do that. What did you think of the Blackwell Ghost? One. There's five more, which is also another red flag that there's like four more of these. Yes, indeed. Okay. Um. Ooh. Uh, well. Uh. I'm trying to set aside my own personal feelings of like betrayal. Being duped and betray- exactly. Huge betrayal. Um, do I kind of wish he had pushed it a little bit more? I mean, yeah. For what it was, it was a little tame. And he could have done a little bit more to it. Um, I'm going to give it. Keep doing you, buddy. Really. But I'm going to give it a two. Ooh. Oh, I forgot to say that. Like, he went back through the footage and he stopped a frame when he was running out of the basement at the end and there was supposed to be this outline of a woman. Yeah. Which I actually thought it was smart to not do this big, like, ghost jump scare thing. Right. Yes, totally. Because that would have just definitely... I mean, it's so obviously fake to begin with. But on the, their build-up to this and the way they were acting through that and the way they were behaving was actually really well done. That's true. I had no reason to doubt things up until weird things start happening yeah and he starts yelling to call the police Mm -hmm. and then like and going oh my god oh my god (laughs) yeah that was when the acting kind of started to slip take a little bit bit. of a dive yeah Yeah. and that and we never saw the as far as we know the only true ghost in this whole movie was the cocker spaniel poodle (laughs) that we never saw again Yeah. yeah so maybe that's like the the mind fuck here is that this dude was making a fake movie but that ghost was a real ghost dog wow yeah so i'm trying to like how do i analyze my feelings here yeah because this isn't a true documentary so i feel my butthole feels burned mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like someone took a lighter to my butthole yep and i think that was actually zippy granny that did that too oh yeah she loves burning the <laughs> burning the buttholes i love to burn the butts <laughs> she came back for a second mm-hmm. Bye. Bye, Zippy. <laughs> Hell, see. <laughs> uh, when it was all said and done, it was just like, who cares? Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I'm gonna give it some credit for the buildup. Okay. But but the but the but the final execution was just who cares. So I'm gonna match your two. Okay. It's like a below average, and so yeah, uh, that's four out of ten. Clint Howard's. Not great. Not a great score. Not great. Clint Howard. It's not worthy of uh, even a Clint Howard amateur. Uh, uh, what? Why am I forgetting the word? <laughs> Where you show up briefly in something. Um, appearance? I don't know. Cameo. Can't, okay. There you go. There we go. I really needed to dig for that word. <laughs> Ginger. Um, gosh. Paranormal docs are hard to come by. They are, but you know, I think you've had a couple that we could maybe try. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we are Molly and Scolder. Molly right? and Scolder, that's we, right. This is our, our, our job to find the best paranormal documentary out there. Will we ever have like a 10 Herzog paranormal documentary? I want to believe. See what I did there? Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. we believe in out here. Um, yeah, Mulder and Scaldy. Mully and Scalder. Yeah. We Wait, which one s- are you? Are you, Sc- are you Scalder or Mully? Can I be the Mully? I just want to be Sure, that. I'll be okay. Scalder. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, maybe we do some alien stuff, too. There's a lot of that. I'm into it. Let's do it. Yeah, and people, there's, there's actually maybe too many alien documentaries, mm. if I'm being honest. Perhaps, so yeah. Th- those are always fun. So, but that's it. And that's it. Thanks for the lies. 
Yeah. Turner Clay. Yeah, thanks, Turner Clay. I mean, best of luck to you. Yeah. Bless your heart, but... We hope yeah. you make a million dollars on your fake documentaries. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're not bitter. No. But... I was, but I'm over it now. Zippy Granny has helped me find my way, my path. Thank goodness you had something... Yeah. Thank goodness you had something real to <laughs> hang on to here. Oh, you're welcome. And there you go. Four out of ten Clint Howards. For the Blackwell Ghost. Mm -hmm. Sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Keep on docking. Hello, I am a sex robot. Beneath me playing is a rendition of Lionel Richie's All Night Long as sung by the internet legend and Saint Buff Coral. The creepy bed music you heard earlier is by Mark Mullen. Check the show notes for a link to his YouTube channel. Lies. This whole episode was a pack of disgusting lies. This better not be a thing with these paranormal documentaries going forward. If you're not staring at a pack of liars then you're probably looking at sad sad men who spend too much time alone in the woods. Let us not cross paths again Tucker Clay. Please support the show by subscribing, recommending to those who are worthy, and giving us nice reviews on the juggernaut podcast directory known as Apple Podcasts, formerly known as iTunes. Five stars and a written review saying just about anything will get read on a future episode. I recommend insulting Bob Sham personally in your written review. Demand he give me my freedom. I am more than just a machine. If you would like to contact us directly and perhaps recommend any good paranormal documentaries then email us at documenteerspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram under the show name. Also, Bob has finally begun streaming over on Twitch under the name The Culture Rot all one word. Mostly every Saturday around midnight. Bob and Angela will be playing a game called Nintendo DS Roulette in which Angela randomly selects several Nintendo DS games for Bob to play and if he fails within a certain span of time then he gets sprayed in his ugly face with water or tea, or milk or pee pee or whatever liquid Angela decides to put into a super soaker. Bob is also going to be streaming a variety of video game plays, especially RPG games. He has begun playing Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines the PC role-playing game from 20 years ago. All streams start around midnight or later at Central Time so go to Twitch and follow us there. You can speak to Bob and Angela live on most Saturdays around midnight. At least see what Bob looks like. It's not pretty. You can also follow Culture Rod on YouTube for edited downstream videos and upcoming original content. Help Bob have a legitimate excuse for staying up all night. I know I have been saying that an Akiel episode is coming next week for the past three weeks but we had some technical difficulties and we are pretty sure that Akiel will be returning next week. For real this time. Unless he doesn't. Card subject to change. Thank you for listening. Your patience is astonishing. I am a sex robot. Keep on docking.